Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. Amen. 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 Last week we were talking about manifesting with power as sons of God, that our manifestation has to be with power. that we cannot afford to live ordinary lives. We cannot afford to live as ordinary men. Because our manifestation is about showing the true nature of God that we have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this morning, we're going to be looking at a related topic, just deriving from that. Because if we talk about manifesting with power, what power are we talking about? What kind of power are we to manifest with? And I'm going to pick one of them this morning. And so this morning we'll be looking at the power of the word of God. The power of the word of God. Hallelujah. The power of the word of God. Amen. you will have seen from the opening of the scriptures that nothing in this world existed until the word came in. Hallelujah. The things that are visible for us today, they only came into being as a result of the world. Otherwise, all that had been before then were confusion represented by darkness, emptiness, chaos, but other came form came, things began to appear as a result of the word of God. At least the first demonstration of God that we can see on earth, the first manifestation of God that we can see on the earth, recorded for us to see, isn't it? As for God showing himself, revealing himself, 
the first thing we saw was that he spoke and things came into existence. And so it's the right place to start from. We shall look at other things later. The power of the word of God. Looking at it, immediately it occurs to us here that the word of God is creative. So we are literally saying from the opening verse, the creative word of God that has the ability to call into existence, to bring things to existence that were never there before. Hallelujah. I think that's, that's a kind of power all of us would like to test, isn't it? That even when things are missing, when things are not there, there's a power that can call into the realm of visibility things that were not there before. Turn with me to Hebrews 11, verse 3. Hebrews 11, verse 3. Just to support what we have just said. In Hebrews 11, verse 3 has this to say, by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible, the creative word of God. When he talked about the world, talking about the, not just the earth here, really, just talking about the whole universe, spoken into existence by the word of God. That's the power of the word of God. Which means those who can connect with that power, they will have creative ability. They will be able to bring into existence things that were not there. Hallelujah. That even if something were to be missing, there is a power that is resident in the word of God to bring that into the realm of existence. Hallelujah. The creative word of God. There's no way we can manifest without, without connecting with such a power. Because that's what makes nothing difficult for God. That's what makes all things possible for God. Whoever has the ability to create, whatever they wish to see, then nothing can be, can be impossible for them, isn't it? Nothing. In our manifestation, we are expected to connect with the creative word of God. That is the first point we are making this morning. Amen. John chapter one. The book of John chapter one. 
John chapter one. And that's why God could say he makes a way where there is no way. So he doesn't need a way to have existed before. He only needed to speak and say way appear and way will appear. Hallelujah. And I like the word Sister Dupe brought. So I will have hope. Amen. Because when you see impossibilities, then you lose hope. But if we understand that the word of God has creative power to even bring into reality things that were not there before, we will have hope. And so in our manifestation, we are to be, and we have said that before, the voice of hope to our generation. In a hopeless generation, in a hopeless situation, the reason we can say God will do something is because we believe in his creative power. Even though the things we are saying, they, they don't yet appear to us. But because of the creative ability of the word of God, to say a thing and it will be established, then we can have hope. Amen. John chapter one. John chapter one. In John chapter one, the scripture has this to say again, taking us to the beginning, the beginning of the beginning. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And I want you to take note of that. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. There were so many key words there that I just want us to take note of. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Let's stop there. So here we are saying something or some things. And the first thing we are saying here is that actually the word that we are talking about is God. Which means whatever we hope to see God do can be achieved by having his word. Amen. If the word of God is God, so which means having the word of God with you, you have God with you. So whatever we expect to see God achieve, if he were here physically, the word from him can achieve exactly the same. Whoa, hallelujah. Whoever has the word of God has God. You are not getting this point this morning. Sometimes we are saying, God, God, I just wish God will appear in this situation. But all he has done is to give you his word, is to send this word to you. Are you getting the point I'm making? But once you have the word, you have God. Ah, is someone, is someone getting this point we are making? Because if we're able to connect with the power of the word of God, the reality of the power of the word of God, 
our manifestation cannot be limited. It cannot be limited. God has said it. I believe it. So it is settled. Someone to read for me, and I want all of us to read fast. Let's be opening to it so that we can all enjoy this together this morning. Psalm 138, verse 2. And I want someone else to open to Psalm 107, verse 20 and 21. We are just looking at the word of God. What power does this word contain so that we can we can connect with it. Our manifestation has to be with power, but it has to be as much as we connect with the word of God, as much as we believe in the power of the word of God. Go ahead. Psalm 138, verse two. I will worship toward your holy temple and yes. praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. Hallelujah. For you have magnified your word, exalted your word above all your name. Amen. The name of the Lord is only as effective in our life, in our situation, as much of his word as we have. Wow. You know, two people can say, in the name of Jesus, for instance, and one guess exactly the result they wanted, the other not quite. The difference is in the knowledge of the word. The name of the Lord only answers to his word. You, you are not getting this point. To his word. Lord, this is what your word says. And in the name of Jesus, I receive that. Are you getting it? Because God has exalted his word, even above all his names. If we say Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides, it can only come on the authority of the word of God. It will come truth for us on the understanding of the world. God will answer to his name according to his word. Brothers and sisters, whoever has the word of God has God. And can see achieved anything we wish that God will do if physically present with us. And that's why we cannot despise the weight of the word of God. And that's why in this house, the word is so important to us because God is preparing us for something. As his army is equipping us for something. 
Because if only we can go with his word, we will see his manifestation. Is someone reading Psalm 107 verse 20 for us? If someone is there, go ahead and read. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Amen. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Hallelujah. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. He sent his word. He sent his word to deliver. When, you, when we have God, let someone is sick, someone is ill, someone is under oppression, someone is facing a death situation, and we wish we could see God appear in person. But the scripture says he sent his word. He sent his word. Because the word of God is God. And his word will do the work of deliverance. His word will do the work of healing. His word will do the work of salvation. He sent his word. Brothers and sisters, there is such power in the word of God that makes God real to us, if only we can lay hold of the world. Sister Dupe read uh, uh, Lamentation chapter two, and in the same book of Lamentation, let's go there. In the same book of Lamentation, if you turn to chapter three and we read, Verse 37, it says, Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? Hallelujah. Who is he that says a thing and it comes to be when God has not commanded it? What does that tell us about the power of the word of God? That the word of God is the final authority concerning anything. Whatever he has not said, you don't have reason to bother yourself about it. It doesn't matter who is saying it. The word of God is supreme. It's overriding. Even when you have been told facts about certain things, if the word of God comes to you and says, yes, those facts are there, but on the authority of my word, that is not going to be the way it's going to be. It will not be because it is the word of God. The word of God has a supreme power. The word of God is the final authority. Amen. The word of God is overriding to any situation. Even if someone, because I know several people, they fear curses. Even if someone has placed, if you heard that someone has placed a curse on you, 
And the word of God says, no, a costless curse cannot stand. It depends on what we believe. If we believe in the power of the word of God, we will see a manifestation that will render those so-called curses curseless. No basis. So no ground for them to have effect. It's an overriding power. The power of God, of the word of God, is that it overrides every pronouncement, every statement by anyone else. The power of the world. If we must come to manifestation as God's children, there is something we must know about the power of the word of God in his supremacy. So that if he sends it, even if a sentence of death has been pronounced, the word of God has the ability to change it completely and say, that cannot stand. And that's not going to be the verdict. That's not going to remain. Are we getting the point now? Those who manifested, they manifested because of the confidence they have in the power of the word of God to change things, to reverse verdicts, to reverse the irreversible, because that is what the word of God is. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes. Just follow as we are going on. Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes. Oh, hallelujah. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, hear what the word says. Verse 4. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say to him, what are you doing? Where the word of a king is, there is his power. And who can say to him, what are you doing? What are you doing? The word of God is not challengeable. Hallelujah. You can't challenge it. You can't query it. The word of God is authoritative. And it doesn't yield to any complaint from men. For instance, if God chooses to bless you, let everyone complain and say, why? Why is this thing that you want to bless? But that's what, I've, that's what the word has said. Why is it Mark? Say, but that's what I've said. <laughs> Are you getting the point I'm making? It's just, it's, that's just the way the word of God is. Who can say, what are you doing? You remember when the word of God made manifest in the flesh, Jesus Christ healed on the Sabbath and people were protesting. Why has this had to happen? Say, so, well, <laughs> the Lord of the Sabbath is there. He can choose to do whatever he wants to do on a Sabbath day. The word of God is unquestionable. 
in his authority and in his power. Both dynamics and exousia. Wherever the word of God is, there is his power. Brothers and sisters, if we must see raw manifestation of God in our life, we must come to a revelation of the power of his word. What else can we see in that John chapter one? What else can we see in that John chapter one? Come with me back to that John chapter one. John chapter one. It says, all things were made through him and without him was nothing made that was made. And the life was, in him was, was life, and the life was the light of men. That's where we are going. So the word of God has the power to illuminate, has the power to illuminate, to provide illumination. It is in the word of God. So in the power of the word of God is illumination. That is to open eyes, to see, to make one to see. The word of God has the power to make people to see. Amen. Amen. To see. To see even the invisible. The word of God has that power to make men to see. Amen. Which means those who have the word of God, they cannot walk in darkness. It illuminates their path. For the scripture says in Psalm 119, verse 105, for your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So the word of God has the power to illuminate. Let's say there is confusion, there is chaos, as we saw in Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1, 2, and three, which we read earlier on, the way, the solution to it is to bring in the power of the word of God, which brings illumination, brings clarity, brings a sense of direction. And as God's people, God's sons, who wants to manifest, know that many people are in confusion. They don't even know what is right to do from what is wrong. People are confused. But in our manifestation, through the word of God, we bring light, we bring illumination, we bring clarity where there is confusion. And I don't think there's any time that is needed more than now. Are we, fall, are we getting this? The power to illuminate, the power to open eyes, to see. The power of the word. And before I go to then list a few things before we stop, look at the next thing there, verse five. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Other translations say, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Brothers and sisters, the word of God has the power to overrule darkness, to eliminate darkness, to rule over darkness. And over all the paths of darkness, I'm sure you have heard of the paths of darkness. If you have not heard of the power of darkness in the scripture, you can just read Colossians 1 verse 13. 
talk about we've been delivered from the power of darkness. It takes the word of God. The word of God has the power to eliminate darkness. It because it brings light, light eliminates darkness, isn't it? It has the power to rule and to reign over darkness. Sometimes, not sometimes, in most places today, we see the reign of darkness. Can't you, is it not? The reign of evil. Let's put it exactly the way it is. But where the word of God is, it has the power to overrule darkness and the powers of darkness that bring people into captivity and bondage. They only last as long as the word of God delays in coming. Once the word of God comes into a situation, the powers of darkness are disarmed. You're not getting this point. We can see occultic powers and certain diabolic powers in operation, but actually they only last until the word of God appears. Once the word of God appears, they disappear. Those who have the word of God then has the ability to overrule darkness, overrule the paths of darkness and live above them triumphantly to overcome darkness. If we must overcome darkness, brothers and sisters, the word of God must be real to us. We must be able to connect with the power of the word of God, believe in it and demonstrate the same. Hallelujah. Do we get this point we are making this morning? The power of the word of God. Because until we ourselves, we believe in the power of the word of God, we can't see results. If we come to the point where we believe the word of God for what it is, and who the word of God is to us, brothers and sisters, we will see wonders, we will see amazing things. For those who did great things, I've read biographies of men, and I've always told us that. One thing that is consistent with them is that they all have this absolute trust in what the word of God can achieve all by itself. That's why they are bold to speak the word of God into a situation. That's how they are bold to declare the word of God into circumstances, even when they don't know how it will ever occur at all. Amen. The word of God. They said that, no, uh, I've seen people with different kinds of gynecological problems, and they said, look, issue of conception, forget about it. And the word of God has come and said, you will have your own child. You will have your own, not just one, you will have your own children. And it happened exactly like that. Are you following the point I'm making? It is because of the power of the word of God to create what does not exist, eliminate whatever is barrier. The word of God has that power. And those who can rely on it, those who can put their faith and confidence in it will see its reality. And that is what God is calling us to. If God says we are his own army, he wants us to know the instrument we have as agents of light to prevail over darkness. Because we will step into territories of darkness. Amen. Amen. But the only victory we have 
is the victory we have can only be resident in the word of God. And that's why we must yearn and thirst for the world. Are you following me? The word of God is not a storybook. The word of God is real. Amen. And as we begin to round up here, because I don't want to take us beyond time here, do you even know that without the word of God, none of us could have been saved? In the word of God is the power of salvation. Salvation is the power to save, is the power to sanctify, is the power to empower for service. And I'm just going to look at this as we begin to round up. And if we don't have this confidence, we think some people, they have passed, they can't be saved. No. And that's why I never give up on anyone. Are you following me? There are people I'm praying for that you never would, you, you don't, you never would think, how will those ones ever be saved? I'm praying for them. And I've told you before, there are secrets I have of people I'm praying for. And when I see such people, I pray in my heart, I say, this one also will become a candidate of heaven. This one also will become a candidate of heaven. Are you following me? Look at what Paul said in Romans chapter one. Romans chapter, and that's why I've never failed to speak the word of God. Don't go with stories. Stories don't save people if they are not based on the word of God. Debate about religion doesn't save anyone. Make sure you have the true word of God. Amen. The word. Yes, in sharing stories with people, if, if it is based on the word of God, there will be power. But if it is just stories, stories, it won't do anything. Look at it. Romans chapter 1. Verses 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, the word of God. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jews first and also for the Gentiles. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. It is the power of God unto salvation. So the power, the word of God is the power of God for salvation. If we must see people saved, and we must not give up on anyone, because the power of God has the, the word of God has the power to soften the most hardened criminal, change the most terrible person we can ever think about. That is what it does. Amen. And if we want to change the life of anyone at all, if we want to see transformation, we want to see life purified, life change, life transformed. It is in the power of the word of God. It is in the ability of God's word to do it. If you can speak the word of God into the situation, Jesus said, John 17, 17, sanctify them with your word. Your word is true. So the power to change, to transform, to sanctify, to purify people from within. Not just dress codes from outside, but from within. 
totally changed from within is in the power of the word of God. Brothers and sisters, we must not underestimate, if we must see salvation, because our manifestation, like we are saying on Friday, is to bring glory to God by saving souls of men, ultimately. Then we must understand the power of the word of God. Because on it, we are going to see manifestation. We shine as brightly as the light of the word of God that we have. Full stop. You cannot shine. You cannot radiate the glory of God beyond the level of the world that you have. You cannot be holier than the word of God that you have, except you become legalistic, which is not true holiness. We need the power of the word of God to see wonders in our own life and to see wonders in our, in the, in our communities. The word of God has the power to, trans to transform and change. Not just individuals, but communities. In the word of God is enormous power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I can go on and on with this. On and on with this without getting tired of it. Because the word of God, we must all put our confidence in it. We must all develop our faith in it. Because therein, the power of God lies. And it is those who believe it. It is those who have grown to trust in it. That we see its manifestation. And lastly, I just read this as we close. Just read Hebrews 4. There's no way I can close without reading that. Hebrews 4, verse 12. And what does it say? It says, for the word of God is living and powerful. The word of God is alive, never dead. It's only dead to those who don't have revelation of it. The word of God is alive any, every day. The same verse doesn't lose its, its, its power. In fact, the more you read it, the more power it has in your life. The same verse, just one verse. Amen. And that's why I never thought I know any verse of the word of God. I go into every verse of the word of God every day with, a, with an open heart. Say, God, is there anything new here for me to, to see? The word of God is living. Is active and it is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of souls and spirit and of joints and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there's no creature hidden from him, from his side. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to give account or we have to deal. There's nothing, no area of our life that the word of God cannot reach or touch. Whether those issues are in the, in the spirit, whether they be in the soul, in the mind level, whether those things be at the body level, the word of God has the power to touch all of them and sort out issues that we don't even know 
May the Lord help us to encounter the power of his word, to walk in our life, and to walk through us in the lives of others. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is what God is calling us to. And I challenge us to take the word of God seriously. That's the challenge. If we must manifest with power and not just oratory, oratory power, just talking and talking, if we must see the power of God, we must give our attention to the word of God, we must believe in the word of God to see his varied operations and manifestations in our lives and in the lives of others. God bless you. Let's bow down our heads as we pray. If you are not yet saved, why not, why not trust God this morning? Having heard his voice, I say, Lord, come into my life. Jesus, come into my life. You are the word of God that was made manifest. Come into my life. I believe you. I know you can turn my life around. You can change me completely. Are you struggling with one thing or the other in your life? The word of God delivers. The word of God has gone for this month. So I'm able to deliver. He sent his word and his word heals and delivers them from all their destructions. Why not trust in the word of say, God, I believe in, your, in the power of your word to deliver me from the situation where I am. Are you confused? You don't know the way forward? You can call on God this morning and say, Lord, on the authority of your word being light, I receive clarity. I receive the way forward. I'm not going to be stagnated. I'm not going to remain where I am. And light will begin to shine. Where will begin to appear where there is no way? Is there a word spoken over your life that seems to be disturbing your heart? And I say, I've heard the word of that the word of God is overriding. And the word of God has said, No cost, no, no, I mean, a curseless curse shall not stand over my life. And so curses are broken, and they will never have effect over me, nor over my children. In the name of Jesus. Is there anything missing in your life, in your family? We can all call on God and say, Lord, your word is creative. So these things that are lacking, these things that are missing. I call them into existence on the basis of your word. Just talk to God this morning. It's, 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 so, it's so interesting that I can go on and on this morning on the power of the word of God. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us this morning. Thank you for all that you have done. Give you glory in Jesus' name. We pray that we all will have hunger and thirst for your word. And we will experience the power of your word in our lives. And, we will, and through us, others will experience the power of your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Have a very blessed day, blessed week. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen.